0: Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. God loves you so much. So put your faith, your confidence, your hope in his love for you today. Faith in the Morning is just to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. So thank you for starting your day with me. Over the last several weeks, we're talking about the importance of being led by the Spirit of God and hearing God's voice and how to hear God's voice. I've shared different scriptures. I've even shown some throwback messages to kind of help us build on the subject. I've shared from different books I've been reading to encourage you along this path. And one of the things I began to share yesterday is a message I shared a few years ago called Follow the Path. Do you know that God has a custom-designed path for each and every one of you? It's one of the concepts we're sharing you know, in our Kids World ministry here at Faith, and that's what they're learning about this month. But I want to share with you a message that I shared previously. Previously, in this series called Follow the Path, and this one's called The Plan is Within. God has a plan, He's put on the inside of you, and the Holy Spirit is leading you down the path of that plan. He gives evidence to your heart, like we talked about the last few weeks, how you can follow that evidence and follow God's plan for your life. So, here's more of that message
1: You are a spirit, you have a soul, which is your mind, will, and control center of your emotions, and you live in this natural body. Now, how many of you can see the real me? No, you can't. You can see the house I live in. You can see my body. The real you is a spirit. You are a spirit. God provides direction for you through your spirit. So, yes, you say, well, pastor, I thought I was through the word. Yes, you read the word, God will give you general and overall direction for your life. He'll tell you what to do and what not to do and provide information, explanation, exhortation, and comfort and correction through the Word of God. But how many know there's not a verse in the Bible that says you should take this job or you should marry this person or you should buy this house, you should buy this car? That verse is not there. But through our spirit, he leads us and helps us get those exact information. So the number one way that God will direct you concerning the specifics of your life is through your spirit. As I said before, God will direct you through his word and through his ministry gifts, teaching his word. So there's times God will give you your answer by, through the ministry gifts, teaching the word of God. Now, we do believe in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. There are nine different gifts of the spirit. There's the gifts of healing, the working of miracles. There's the gift of faith. There's tongues and interpretation of tongues, as we heard earlier. There's the gift of prophecy. There's the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits, not the gift of discernment. Ooh, I discern. No, discerning of spirits means you see into the spirit world. Now, these gifts operate as the Holy Ghost wills, 1 Corinthians 12 teaches us. And there are times God will use the spiritual gifts to confirm what he said to you. And I said, Pastor, what happens if I receive a prophecy and it's not confirming it? Let me know something I didn't know. Well, first, you take it to God and you pray about it. Say, God, did I miss it? Did you have to move in this way to get my attention because I wasn't listening? And then you take some time and pray, and then you listen for the direction inside. And if on the inside you say, yep, that's right, that's right, that's what he's supposed to be doing, then it's like, that is God speaking to me. And so what if it's not right? What if I don't get any clarity? Just put it on a shelf somewhere. They could have missed it, or it may not be for now. People can miss it, amen? Well-meaning, good people who love God, who filled with the Holy Ghost, can miss it. Amen? So that's why no matter what you hear, you check it with your spirit. You check every teaching of the word of God with the word of God. And you check any direction or guidance you receive with your heart. You have to learn to listen to your heart, to your spirit. I'm not talking about the blood pump up here. I'm talking about your spirit on the inside. Proverbs 20 verse 5 says counsel, that word counsel means advice, purpose, and plan, is in the heart of man, is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. So there's purpose, plans, and advice in the heart of man. It's like deep water or water in a well, but a person of understanding will draw it out. The word draw it out means there to let down a bucket, to draw water out the well. So the inside of you is God's plan for your life. On the inside of you is God's purpose for your life. On the inside of you is the advice that you need. But the thing is, just because it's inside of you doesn't mean it always does you any good. You have to go on the inside and draw it out. God's plan for your life is within. Say, God's plan for my life is within me. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says, But you have an unction, or an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Not some things. All things. Verse 27 goes on and says, But the anointing who you've received from Him that abides in you, so that anointing is in your spirit, you don't need that any man teach you. Now, he's not saying don't listen to anyone for the rest of your life. That is not what the Scripture is saying. We're looking in context. There are some things God wants to teach you by the anointing through others. But that is not your only source of receiving information or revelation or instruction for your life. The anointing within you, within your spirit, will teach you what you need to know. You know, I believe in education. I believe you should get your degrees. I believe you should go to the school God wants you to go to. But how many know schools can't always train you for what you need to know? But the anointing on the inside of you can teach you what you need to know. And you'll start getting answers of things you weren't trained And People ask, well, how? How did you know how to do this? Who taught you? What school did you want to I need to go to that school. I need to get that degree. So what well, was the school of the Holy Ghost? On the inside, he let me know what to do. The plan of God is within you. It's not on the outside of you. God does not have to drop a treasure map from heaven to show you where to go. He already put it within your spirit. Romans eight sixteen says the spirit himself bears witness or gives evidence to our spirit that we are the children of God. The number one way the Holy Spirit leads through your spirit is what we call the inward witness. The inward witness. The inward witness is not necessarily a voice, it's an inner knowing. It's an inner sense. We've all had it before, saved, unsaved, everybody's had it before. Some people always look at the negative side of it that you know you're about to do something you know you're supposed to do and you have an uh, uneasy feeling in the inside, I'm not supposed to do it, but you did it anyways. And then people go, oh, something told me not to do that. No, it wasn't something, it was someone. He's the Holy Spirit. Giving evidence to your spirit what not to do. But the other side, there'll be some things you may be nervous about doing or things you were like, well, I don't know if I really want to do this, but on the inside, you feel this peace or this encouragement. Go ahead and do it. That's the inward witness. God talks to everybody. A lot of times, we just rule it out as a feeling or something. But really, it's God talking to you. The number one way he leads you is through the inward witness. Number two is the voice of your spirit. You have to understand your body has a voice. Your soul has a voice. Your mind has a voice. It's called reason. But your spirit also has a voice. You can call the voice of your spirit your conscience. On the inside, you hear the still small voice telling you something. What is it? It is your spirit picking up on what the Holy Spirit is saying or doing. It's a still small voice which means if you don't learn to listen to it, you'll miss it. If you always live loud, I'm talking about being a loud person, but always letting all the other outside influences in, you'll miss what God is saying within. And number three is the voice of the Holy Ghost. You say, well, what's the difference of the voice of my spirit versus the voice of the Holy Ghost? Now, one of the things is the Holy Ghost will use terminology that sounds like you, because he's speaking through your spirit. Your spirit for lack of better terms, it's like his amplifier. He'll talk through your spirit. So it'll come through your spirit so it'll sound like you because it's coming from your spirit. But the voice of the Holy Ghost is more authoritative. It'll let you know, this is what you need to do. And you might even jump like, oh, where did that come from? It's more authoritative. But if you train your spirit to follow the Holy Ghost, your spirit is a safe God. Jim Ney Cricket was right. Always let your conscience be your God. But if you ain't saved, your conscience is not a good God. But if you're saved, your spirit, your conscience is a good God. So the top three ways God will lead you concerning the specifics of your life is through the inward witness, the voice of your spirit, and the voice of the Holy Ghost. So since the primary way God deals with us is through our spirits, it would greatly benefit us to do what it takes to get us to a place where we can get information from our spirits. Wouldn't you agree? If the number one way God talks to us is through our spirit, we better learn how to hear from our spirits, and we must learn how to hear it quick. Because a lot of people can live their whole life in misdirection from God. and say, so, well, God never talks to me. No, he talks to you. You're just not listening. A lot of times people want the spectacular, but they miss the supernatural. And the supernatural is God talking to you on the inside. But you must learn to quiet down your mind to quiet down your emotions, to quiet down your feelings and your flesh, and learn how to shut out the rest of the world and listen to your spirit. So go with me to Ephesians chapter one. It is of great importance for be able to know how to follow your spirit.
0: Ephesians chapter one.
1: One of the things that Dad Hay wrote in his book, "How to Be Led by the Spirit of God." was one of the things God told us and one of the most important things you can teach people who live at the end of
0: the world is how to follow the Spirit of God. If you want to know how to stay safe in dangerous times and we live in dangerous times, it's by following your Spirit. Not only will it keep you safe, it'll show you God's plan for your life. And when you know God's plan for your life, you can follow the path He has for your life. God has not called us us to stumble down the path or to guess down the
1: path. We're called to be led. We're called to have clarity. Ephesians 1, 16 through 18, is this, we cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. He's not talking about your natural eyes. Some of the eyes of your spirit, they're being enlightened, flooded with light, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. The word calling means invitation. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? So these are not your natural eyes but the eyes of your spirit. This prayer, as you keep reading the next few verses, enhances your spiritual perception. If your spiritual perception is enhanced, you will see clearer God's path for your life. God has invited you to know the path for your life. He will not make you walk the path. He will not make you know the plan, but he'll invite you. And as you pray this prayer, your spiritual perception is enhanced. Colossians 1.9 says this is another prayer of the Apostle Paul. So for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will. So if you want to know the God's will for your life, this is a good prayer to pray. This word knowledge means the exact and precise knowledge. So not just general knowledge. Paul's praying that they may know the exact and precise knowledge of His will and all wisdom, wisdom is the correct application of knowledge and spiritual understanding. One of the things that's interesting about this word understanding, it paints the picture of two rivers flowing together. It paints the picture of two rivers flowing together. So what is Paul praying? That we receive a river of precise and exact knowledge of God's will for our life and receive a river of the correct application of that knowledge and wisdom to come together so we can walk the path God has for us. That's what he's praying here. Not just know, well, I'm called to do this. Well, well, how are you going to do it? Well, I I don't know. Or I think I'm called to do this. No, precise and exact knowledge. And now that you have that knowledge, you can walk it out. Amen? Now, one of the things these prayers, these two prayers are prayers I encourage you guys to pray for yourself every single day. Pray for your church family, as well as Ephesians 3 and Philippians 1 prayer. Now, one of the things about this prayer is because I'm short of time, I'm not going to teach on these prayers today. But one of the people who have been here all this year, at the beginning of the year, I gave you a book I wrote on prayers you should pray for your life. Go back and read that. And the thing is, we had the books in the bookstore. They sold out. We printed some more. And he said, well, where are the prophets going? To the youth camp. So I sold it towards our youth camp. So we have, I think, about 20 more copies in the faith chaos. If you didn't get it, go ahead and get it and read that book so that you can understand these prayers you're praying so you can get the benefit of it. So the first thing I would want you to do is pray that Ephesians 1 and Colossians 1 prayers. Number two, 1 Corinthians 14, verse two. It says, "'For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he that prophesies speaks unto men for edification, exhortation, and comfort. He that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies or builds himself up, but he that prophesies edifies and builds up the church.'" Verse 14. "'For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my Spirit...' Praise, but my understanding or my mind is unfruitful what is it then I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also notice what happens when you pray in tongues your spirit is praying so when you're praying in your understanding or your natural language English for most of us but that might not be your first language when you're praying in your normal language your mind is engaged it is spiritual t- activity but you're praying through your mind but when you pray in other tongues, your spirit is praying. So he say, well, why is that important? We're talking about learning how to hear from our spirit, right? The more you engage your spirit, the easier it is to hear from your spirit.
0: Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm gonna stop that clip right there. If you want to watch the full message in its entirety, you can go to our Faith Plus app. It's called, a series called Follow the Path. And that message specifically called The Plan Within. So thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time on Faith in the Morning.